Welcome to The Sanders Show with Cole, Luke, and Noah Sanders. Welcome to The Sanders Show. We wanted to start with something a little bit different today. Now, many athletes have been giving back to their communities during the coronavirus pandemic. Among the notable examples, Zion Williamson and Rudy Gobert are helping NBA arena workers who don't have jobs right now. Every Mavericks player has purchased hundreds of meals for healthcare workers, and Trevor Bauer hosted a wiffle ball game to raise funds. Noah, what are your thoughts on all of these acts of kindness? Well, I think the players are realizing the significance of the virus. For example, Rudy Gobert, he was joking around about it a lot, and then he tested positive. Yeah. So, so now he's taking it seriously, and he donated a lot of money. Yeah, it's weird how fast things can change. Because, you know, at first we thought, not just people in the sporting world, obviously, but at first, like, even we thought us, uh, we thought that this was just a thing that was happening in China. We didn't really know much about it. And then all of a sudden it's here and it's spreading. And we don't know what to do. And now everything's shut down. We can barely go outside. It's weird how things can change in the blink of an eye. Luke, what do you think about this? Well, when we're talking about the coronavirus, this Reds pitcher, Trevor Bauer, and he set up the wiffle ball game. Like, it's a nice gesture, but isn't that just spreading it to more people? That's pretty true, but it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. Speaking of bad ideas, Jay Williams of ESPN, Ogolic and Wingo, said that the NBA should finish out the season on cruise ships, an Eastern Conference ship and a Western Conference ship. Noah, what do you think about that idea? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Luke, what do you think? I don't think that's a very good idea. Because then, like, when you think about it, everybody gets on a cruise ship. If at least one person has it, everybody gets it. Yeah, and I feel like they would have to test everybody, but even if they tested everyone, I feel like that would just cause more commotion. Because think about it. You have to test all the players. You're, you got to think they're going to bring their families yeah. and, and the workers that are providing the food and stuff. If you're getting all those tests for people with no symptom, symptoms, think about the outrage there would be. Like, there's, there's already outrages with NBA teams getting tests that have literally come into contact players with the virus and people are getting mad about that. Imagine that. Also, in the, everyone's on cruise ships. They're going to lose so much money just getting the cure. The, I mean, the test. Yeah. That, and there's not even going to be any fans, so they're going to lose a lot of money. And so even Well, the NBA just, would pay for it all. Yeah. But anyways, I want to say, I think that obviously this is all great what these athletes are doing. But I think that more of the owners need to be stepping up. These owners that are billionaires, obviously the players are no poor people, but... The, these owners are billionaires, and there have been owners. Mark Cuban of the Mavericks uh, was involved in the meal purchases, and Steve Ballmer donated, I think, $25 million. But I think more owners, we need to be seeing owners of every team, pretty much, I think. With all the money that they have, I mean, $25 million is that's it's couch cash for them. I mean, I think they want to give, but, like, I think they, maybe they just want to keep it for their team. Yeah, that's true. Also, I want to say, like, you know, we've seen these players that are giving to their communities. Another thing that we've seen abroad, mainly in soccer with Juventus and Dortmund, among others, is they could take pay cuts to help their teams. And if they take pay cuts, maybe that would uh, maybe that would 
let convince their owners to maybe donate more money to the public. Yeah. While we're talking about Juventus, about how um, Ronaldo donated the, over a million dollars. Which him and Lionel Messi. That's really nice because it's like they're stepping up to encourage other soccer players. Yeah. Every just other with all of these across people. the world. It's like a chain reaction when you see one person doing it. That's how it is, you know. It's always how it is. Especially when it's the best. Cause yeah, those. That's the other thing. The those are the best two players in the world. Some of the best players of all time too. Even. Yeah. So, transitioning to the NFL, um, let's talk about the draft, guys. Can you get the top five teams picking in the draft? Luke, which team do you think is most likely to trade out of that pick? I'd say out of the top five, probably the Dolphins. Okay. Because they already have two other uh, first-round picks in the draft. Yeah. So, they wouldn't necessarily need that. Yeah, they don't. if they don't hit on that pick, it would be all right, but it's still important. So if they do trade down, what position do you think they could target? Probably quarterback because like they could they really need someone to help replace Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. And do you think there's a specific player they could target or do you like maybe Justin Herbert or Jordan Love there? I'd say Jordan Love more likely. Okay. But cuz like I'd say he would be a better fit for the area. Yeah. And also Justin Herbert, he's probably going to be an earlier pick then. Okay. Um, I would actually say that I think the Lions would be the most likely to trade down looking at that group. Because I think, obviously, after the trade of Darius Slay, quarterback was already a pressing need for them. But especially after trading away Darius Slay, I think that they're going to target Jeff Okuda in the draft out of Ohio State. Yeah. So I think that they could look to trade down to maybe, um, maybe number six or seven. And I think that they could still get Jeff Okuda there. And you look at the teams that they could trade with, potentially the Chargers and the Panthers, both of those teams are looking for a quarterback. So that both of those teams could trade up for two. Yeah. Or somehow Joe Burrow comes available <laughs> there. Noah, what do you think? I think the Giants will tra- most likely trade down. Okay. Because I think they're going to try to get an offensive tackle. Okay. And the fourth pick for an offensive tackle isn't really useful. Yeah. You could, I mean, there's good. This, this is a great tackle class. So you could get some value there, but it would definitely be better for them to probably trade down. And so you think they could target an offensive tackle once they've traded down? Yeah. So, yeah, you look at somebody like uh, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama, or maybe even Metkai Becton out of. Louisville, you know? So, looking at the top picks, do you think that Joe Burrow, what kind of a career do you think he's gonna have? Do you think he's gonna have a successful career? Like, how do you think that's gonna go? If the Bengals can also draft some pretty good players, like with the 33rd pick and on, he could, like, if they draft good alignment, yeah, he could have a great career. The problem is, they draft a quarterback early. Like, what happens? Is that when teams draft a really good quarterback before they get a good develop before they get the pieces around them, yeah. They can't really succeed. Like take the Chiefs, for example. They got a good O line, they got good players like Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and then they got their star quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Noah, I wanted to ask you about Chase Young. He's one of the best pass rushing prospects we have ever seen. Better than either of the Bosa brothers. 
Do you think he's gonna be? Do you think he's gonna live up to the hype? Oh uh, yeah, he he played a really good. He had a he great had a, season. He, yeah, he had great seasons at Toronto. So I have to say. Yeah, um, I don't know the Redskins though. The Redskins, they're the for Red, failure. Yeah, the Redskins and the Bengals. I think it's risky for both of those players. I, but I, I think both of those players are going to be tremendous players. But I think that the organ, those organizations are going to have to get it together because they, they haven't been doing very well. But a key factor in the draft is desperation. Like Andy Dalton, he's just not cutting it for the Bengals. They really need to get a new person in there. Yeah, they mentioned him for one of them. I think it's a given they take him number one overall. There were there were some rumors that he wouldn't play for them if he were drafted, but he's kind of quieted those down. Yeah, and Jeff Okuda also. If we continue in this, Jeff Okuda, I think with the way he was playing, with the way he played at Ohio State, I think he could be a shutdown quarter. He could replace Darius Slade for the Lions for sure. I think I think him and Desmond, him and Desmond Trufant are actually going to make a quite the cornerback pairing, better than most people are expecting. While we're talking about the draft, how about the Arizona Cardinals? Yep, at number eight. I think a lot of people would say like CeeDee Lamb because they think that it'd be nice to get Kyler Murray, his old teammate. You would think, you, yeah, but, they were thinking wide receiver. But like. they should get O-linemen to get Kyler Murray behind a good O-lineman. And I think they're going to. Before it's too late, like I said I, earlier. Yeah, but I think they're going to because um, they, they traded for DeAndre Hopkins. We've and talked they, about that. Yeah, and they don't want to end, him to end up like Andrew Luck, retiring earlier, no matter, even though he had great potential. Yeah, I, I think there's a move that people are sleeping on uh, just after the Cardinals at number nine. I think the Jaguars could take a quarterback. They have Gardner Minshew, but I, I, I don't know if they're sold on him. Um, I think the Cardinals' wide receiver court is good because they drafted some good players, like they have DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and yeah. Andy Isabella. They also got a shutdown cornerback in Patrick Peterson. When yes. he's fully developed, he's going to be astonishing. But he's fully developed. Yeah, he's well, he he's is astonishing good. already. So, yeah. But what were you, what what did you want to say about Gardner about the Jaguars? You don't think they're going to take a quarterback? I don't think so. I think they might want to like help develop their defense because their de- their defense is aging. It's getting worse and worse by the year, so they might want to add some new players. Yeah, but I mean, they traded away Nick Foles to the Bears, and so they they've said that they want to give Gardner Minshew a chance this year. But I think I don't think it'd be a bad idea to bring in somebody like a Justin Herbert to to have a competition with him in training. That's our show. Thank you for listening to The Sanders Show with Cole, Luke, and Noah Sanders.